Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am Andy Ruther, coming to you live from the Smut Studio in Venice Beach, California, with my co-host, Joey No Chill Prano. What's up, Andy? Um, I just want to point out, did you call me a slimy shithead? What did you call me? A shit? A slime ball shit? What did, what did you call me today? Oh, he read the rundown! I am so proud. What did you call me? Oh, there's two pages? I didn't read the second page. What's on the second page? Oh, maybe says, I did. It says, Prano is a big, steamy pile of shit. A steamy pile of shit. And I guarantee he doesn't see this. Well, I did see it. I knew you saw it. You know why? Because you were in there when I opened it? Yes. That wasn't a good move on my part. <laughs> I realized I sent it to you, and I was in the document. Have you noticed that I often open it immediately after you send it to me? And then I just, but then I'll just give it a quick glance and I'll be like, why did I do this? Like, I don't need, I don't need any of this. Well, it worked. Yeah. You read the rundown. Yeah. So let's get to it. Well, I have to just, just. We have so many things to cover before we even get into the show. I want to address the centaur in the room. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, YouTube exclusive pre-show. This is why you guys subscribe on YouTube. Joe Prano was sent. I guess the Smut Studio was, was centaured a a centaur picture of Joe a painting a painting that we're going to add to the Smut Studio from a Jess- painting of me as a centaur half man half horse half amazing <laughs> so much love again to Jesse Stanga and Charlie Ryan Minnesota Dirtballs who have really stepped the game up number one rank Hall of Fame Dirtball. Jesse Stanga and Charlie, who's been, who's basically a Dirty Sports team member at this point. He is doing a lot of lot of uh, remote work from Minnesota. Does the thumbnails help? Minnesota is almost like a Dirty Sports outpost. We might need to do a Minnesota trip just for those guys. It's a hub at this yeah. point. Yeah, the Minnesota Dirt Balls are strong. I've been to Target Field. Yeah, is I've it actually, still Target Field. Yeah, I've never actually been to Minnesota. I think minute. Yeah, I haven't been to Minnesota. I'm trying to think. No, I think Minnesota's on my list of. I mean, I've been to the I've, state. Uh, Minnesota, I, th- I haven't been to five states. Four of them start with M. Minnesota, so, Maine. No, sorry, Minnesota, Montana, Montana, Mississippi. Three of them start with, and then Alaska, Hawaii. Interesting. I've been to Mississippi and Montana. Montana's a beautiful state. Yeah. Mississippi, uh, not so much. If you like. Cotton fields and uh, hotness and racism. Mm. You're good there. And I think I've been through Mississippi, but I don't count it if, unless I've like have yeah. s- have some experience there. Unless you went to like me, I got to see Eli play Ole Miss down in Oxford. Fantastic. That that I'm jealous of. Yeah, I might have watched Eli play his last game at this point. Oh, oh, a little, a little, a little tease, a little tease. But we should also say we have a dirt ball in the audience yes. in the Smut Studio. The audience. <laughs> As in, he is the audience. Yeah, he's in the loge. He, he bought mezzanine tickets. I'd like to introduce Josh, who is in town from Indiana. Hello, Joe and Andy. Yeah, <laughs> nice. 
He's got a he's got a full mouth of tobacco in right now. It's probably not the best time for him to talk. No, I can on. I can do it. He's from Indiana. He can yeah. dip, he can dip and talk. I'm an experienced dipper. We learned pre-show, pre-pre-show. Yes, that uh, Josh is doing an internship up in Carmel for the next like how long? Six months. Six months. Yep. What a fantastic life this guy's got ahead of him. He's yeah. going up to beautiful. Talk about a beautiful part of the country. Well, I love it. You know, he's he's a young kid. He's experiencing the world. You should go to the uh you should go to the hot springs in Big Sur. It's probably a lot like Andy's sound baths. I'll check it out. Uh they're float labs. Right. So stop saying it. It's not sound baths. It's a float lab. <laughs> Which was a whole discussion we had pre 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 show. Right. Joe doesn't believe jo- I do no I totally believe. I just don't know. I just think it's hilarious that you're like spending so much money on it. Forty dollars is so much money. Well, what every it, time you do it, like, what does it cost to get a massage? Fifty bucks. Yeah. Well, it's the same effect. We're I, not. We're not having this discussion. Yeah, physically, it's not the same effect. Like, I don't get a massage for the mental aspect. I get it because I'm old and tired of carrying you on my back while I beat you in basketball. Which, by the way. Which, by the way... Can, can you please, yeah, give that mic to EJ, because you, Tug Coker, against... I mean, you walked into just another... Like, why Why didn't you take... I offered... The only reason Tug came up is I was like, you guys need Tug. That's what you need. You get 6'5 Tug in here to help you out. Three tweets later, somehow I'm playing with Tug. No, 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 Joe. Don't do the Joe Prano spin here. You are the one no, no, on no. Twitter who was like, me and Tug versus Ruther no, no. I, and so, the three interns. Somebody said, what if Tug pulls a Kevin Durant and joins Prano, like Durant joining the 73-win Warriors, and I said in response... If I got to team with Tug, I would be Ruther, all three interns, and the professional basketball chick that Ruther cockblocked us from on Friday. And then you reply like, "Let's do it." Me and the interns, me, EJ, and Trevor will beat you. I was like, "Wait, why?" Again, making things up. I don't think there was anything on Twitter of me saying that First I would beat of all, you guys. Can we? Like, we have, God, we have so much to do today. Yeah. Should we? So you should be wearing this already, right? Why is the L chain on? Careful, it's kind of a disaster over there. You gotta move your things to Okay, I'll put on the L chain. Jerk off to. We'll get to it, but you should definitely be wearing it. Okay. Uh, now I need to put on the L chain because I said that that's the Warriors uh Rocket series was gonna be over in five. Well, yeah, I mean I don't know. Look, I said it was gonna be over in six. I'm not saying if it goes seven, I'm wearing the L chain or something like that. But you also said zero percent chance I did that they win in Oakland. It's over. You didn't want to hear it. I pressed you on what you saw in the first three games that made you think that they had zero chance. You're like, they don't. They just don't. Not going to happen. Zero percent chance they win in Oakland. It's over. Five. Calling it now. Calling it now. Trevor and I talked about it. It's over. Not a chance. Then your boy Trevor's tweeting three minutes into last night's game. It's over. Has the series ever been this over? And we've suspended Trevor for that tweet. Trevor's not even here tonight. Yeah. Trevor's been suspended for that tweet. EJ's running the sound. No hot takes. Three minutes into basketball games. You can't declare basketball games over three minutes in. I'm not. Look, I look. I wasn't a part of any of those shenanigans. I am going to say I think part of it was that I didn't. I was busy yesterday. I had just come. It took me six hours to get to Yoshi for Denton Report. Then I had to drive back to West L.A. to perform. I, the truth is, I'll be honest, I caught the very end of the game. I was in my car. I did not see the game, and I think me not watching it is maybe what happened, or maybe I just put the bad Ruther 
Juju. Yeah, you mushed it. Uh, from two days ago. But I was I was constantly checking out on my phone. So this is going to be your format since I didn't minus highlights watching analysis. I did not basically watch. Okay, the game. so we're going to get into this. Get into the, should we start with the Western Conference Finals? We're already here. Okay, so uh, you didn't watch the game. Basically, I'll give you the I'll give you the brief rundown. But it was twelve nothing out of the gate. The the big moment besides being twelve nothing, James Harden passed on a three pointer where no one was within twenty five feet of him, and everybody that has even minorly defended James Harden in the last couple of years was like, oh well, I was wrong this whole time. He is in fact a giant choker. He takes step back threes with guys in his face all game and is refusing to take a twenty five foot jump shot. Nobody around. There's yeah. nobody in the building. I thought he was going to fucking dance and drop the ball and like. Crip walk and then like pick it up and then and then shoot. No, he passed. It was a disaster. Down twelve nothing. Uh, then Trevor sent his tweet. They went on a massive run. And uh, look, look, I will say about that tweet. That's pretty reckless. Now I guess you could say <laughs> you could say Ruther is reckless for saying that the series is over. No, I didn't say you were. I didn't. I wasn't claiming you were reckless. I just couldn't believe my issue with your statement was like how do you watch those first three games and that's what you took away is it's over they have no chance to win like they were competitive games at least in the sense that one team won by 30 then the other team wins by 40 like there's no rhyme or reason to what's happening in this well, exactly thing. just like there's no rhyme or reason into that hot take that i had right this is fucking <laughs> sports what do i know i'm a dude sitting next to a dude next to another dude who's a centaur like right. where am i at right now yeah, this is fun with two of me on the couch. It's a little intimidating. One and a half I'm not going to lie. Half a horse. Before we get to the game, real quick, you're going to be staring at me on a horse at night who's also yeah, going to be. I mean, the explanation that is going to be required for like when women come over, like, who is that dude? But it's going to get even worse. Where's he? <laughs> it's going to get even weirder when they say, you got a centaur of another dude's head, and then above your bed, you have a dead gorilla on a cross. What are girls going to make in general when they come back? Yeah. No. Well, anyway, they, again, they came back with me, so right. they've already, you know, are a step lower in life. Okay, back to the game. So then the second ro- half, it's basically— The Rockets come back all the way back in the first half. I believe lead- they led by nine at the half. I think it was a six-point lead. Six-point lead at the half? EJ? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Six, six to nine-point lead at the half. It was uh, third quarter starts. Everybody knows third quarter runs going to happen from the Warriors. Third quarter, they actually held off a third quarter run for a while. Then, late in the third quarter, Steph Curry loses his mind. Steph Curry starts making all the jump shots from way deep. At one point, he almost pulled a 40-footer just, like, for no reason whatsoever. He was taking quick shots, deep shots, everything. Not hitting rim. It was stupid. They went up big. I think they were up 12 at one point, right? Well, I know, I know, because I, I arrived at the show. It was a ten-point lead heading yeah. into the fourth quarter. I believe they were up as much as twelve, and then this is where it gets real interesting. Steve Kerr puts Curry to the bench for God knows what reason. He was on fire and sends him to the bench. The Rockets come all the way back, and then when Steph Curry comes in the game, no one can hit a shot. Rockets go up a bunch of points. I think they got it again back up to like six or something. And then 
in the end, it's kind of back and forth. The 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 Warriors wanted the the Rockets kind of wanted to give away the game like way down the stretch. They were taking reckless shots with like a minute and a half left to go, and in the end, the Warriors get the ball with yeah. like ten seconds left, down two points. Kevin Durant casually bringing the ball up the court. I saw all this, and then live, and then for all like. For all the heat LeBron James has taken for not taking the last shot and in all those situations, passing it to somebody for an open corner look or something, Kevin Durant just dribbled into nowhere, then passed the ball to Clay in a terrible position. They couldn't get a timeout called. Clay puts up an air ball, basically game over. They somehow got a foul um, on, on Chris Paul with half a second left to go, and then Chris Paul makes one free throw. The second one, God knows why he did that. And then they got another possession. Steph Curry gets a good look at a three. I believe he didn't get it off. So even if it had gone in, I don't think it would have counted. They lose by three. Yeah. In Oakland. Series tied 2-2. Well, I'm wrong. That's why I'm wearing the L chain. Right. Taking that L, fam. I got it right here. I'm wearing it. I'm owning it. It's almost like the the medallion that Horse Prano's wearing. Man, got to get you wearing this L chain. So now, what do you think is going to happen in the rest of the series, Andy? <laughs> well. Because now what I said is th- a best of three with two of those games being in Houston. More importantly, one of only one of those games being in Oakland. Anything is possible! I'm doubling down. <laughs> the Warriors take the next two games. It's done. Lights out. If if that doesn't happen, I also would like a handwritten apology from you. Because <laughs> you can't just keep wearing the L yeah, chain, right? I you would can't like, just, like a stay wearing. Apology. You know what? One of my favorite people in this whole world is Charles Barkley. I've seen how he does it. He continued all playoffs to double down on teams like the Raptors, guaranteeing wins. I'm gonna follow Chuck's lead. I'm gonna double down on the Golden State Warriors. Are gonna take the next two games. Uh, but for the record, I don't even like the Golden State Warriors. Right. But now, when you watch, forget the prediction. Forget just the doubling la- down. I do want to talk about the last possession. Yeah. Because I did watch that live. Yeah. In fact, not only did I watch that live. I was at the hostel show and I was upstairs, you know, trying to get people to come to our show. I watched it on a laptop with two foreigners. And I am not lying. Two foreigners were like, why is he passing the ball? Yeah. Like foreigners don't. Come on. I know it's a global sport now. They knew. Why is he passing the ball? Yeah. Why is he passing the ball? I don't know. You're seven feet. You, you, You have the skills and ability of a guard. He can get his own shot yes. anytime he wants. And it's going to be a pretty good shot. And you're only down two. So you only needed to forget that. I was yeah. like, he's just going to come down and bang a three. Yeah. I thought that game was over. I thought he was going to hit a three in their face. The second he dribbled inside the three-point line, I was like, well, this is good news. At worst, we get to play a little overtime. And the and again, like you said, it wasn't like an open clay corner three. He had a guy it right on It was a panic it. pass. It was, it was a panic pass. Yes, it was a panic pass. He wasn't, he wasn't, I mean, I saw, I saw a lot of tweets that said, imagine LeBron doing that, like the, the, how people would freak out. Now, I saw plenty of people kind of freak out and call out, you know, Durant, why are you passing that ball? But 
I agree that it wasn't the 48 hours of talk about is it is he a you know, does he wilt in the big moment and blah, blah, blah. And does he not have that killer instinct? But, you know, with Kevin Durant, I think he was shooting really poorly in the second half. He had one that hit the top of the backboard. He had one that hit the side of the backboard. He had one that hit no rim whatsoever. Hit like, direct, like he was not shooting well. Maybe he just didn't have confidence in making that shot. Well, after the way he was shooting. I was kind of joking for the record saying Warriors are going to win the next two games. I don't really necessarily mean all that. Like, I don't know what to make of this series now. Now I'm to the point because confidence and momentum is so key in sports. We know this. Yeah. The Warriors have not been in this position. Have the Warriors played a six-game series since they've had Kevin Durant? No. No, and that's my point. Not only that... The Warriors, that loss in Oakland was their first loss in Oakland since losing Game 7 yeah. of the 2016. 16 games or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 16 games of the 2016 NBA Finals. So my point is this. Iguodala was out last night. Yeah, he's I don't, huge. I don't know his status for next game. And Clay got hurt, obviously kept playing, but he did get hurt and was obviously not himself for the most part late in the game. But Clay, if Clay's going to – like. My thing is, if you're gonna play, you're gonna play. Either play or don't play. But don't, don't. Let's let's stay away from the like. Oh, he's playing, but he's hurt. Yeah. Like no, everybody loves to talk about how LeBron James like quit on the the Cavs the first time in that Celtics game. The first time he was with the Cavs, like he had an injured elbow. But like no, you know, we're past the days of like you're you either play and you're good to go or you don't play. That's that's the situation. I don't know if Iguodala's gonna play. But the the thing is, is you still have four all-stars. You still have... Andre Iguodala could end up dead in a ditch. They still have a significant talent advantage over the Houston Rockets. Yeah, agreed. But, again, this series now, it, it gets mental. It gets psychological. It, it puts the Warriors in a position that they're not accustomed to. I said the Warriors were going to win last game. And that the Rockets were going to win at home, and then the Warriors would close it out back in Oakland. Now I'm going full Kevin Durant or Kevin Garnett. Anything is possible. If the Rockets, I mean, if the Rockets win the next game, that's moment. Like I don't that that's just that's just exposing the this Warriors team. And if the Rockets win this series. Dude, you talk about all the shit LeBron takes. I mean, we got to talk about Kevin Durant. And I know it's a team sport, but if if they lose this series, to me, that is such a major hit again on Kevin Durant's legacy. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and look, Steph Curry is a fantastic player as well. Steph Curry might be the best shooter of all time. I, I'll, I'll say Steph Curry is the best shooter of all time. Who's better? No one. Ray Allen? Nope. No. Steph Curry is a two-time MVP. This is on both of you guys if you lose. Honestly, it's on both of you guys if you lose at any... Like, if you don't win the championship, it's on both of them. And it seems like they really have a difficult time both being going simultaneously. That's the Warriors' issue. And when they did both get going in Game 3, they won by 40 points. Yeah. But in Game 1, Durant went off in game two 
you know, Dur- like Durant's been scoring the whole series, but Durant went cold last night. And when Durant went cold, Curry picked it up. And then when Curry went cold late in the game, Durant didn't pick it up and they lost. And Harden had a big first half. Harden had a huge dunk on Draymond Green's face. That was a momentum changer. Chris Paul played great. But what Mike D'Antoni is doing in this series is basically what is a signature of Mike D'Antoni. He does not give a fuck what you guys are doing. He's going to – it's like it's a tortoise and the hare. Do whatever you want. We're just going to keep doing pick and roll, and we're going to keep doing ISO, and we're going to – it's going to keep being James Harden and Chris Paul – and if Gordon gets going, look out. If Trevor is hitting shots, look out. It it doesn't change based on what the Warriors are doing. Game five is Thursday, tomorrow. Yes. Warriors average 29 assists a game. They had 14 last night. The Warriors turned the ball over 16 times their most this season. Who do you like in that game? The next game? Game five. I'm going with the Rockets at home, man. I'm going with the Rockets at home with momentum. That's still a 3-2 series. It, and I and then, you know, you get Golden State back in Oakland. I mean, the Warriors, the Rockets aren't winning two games in Oakland, right? They could. I, I think they know they have to win next game. Yeah. And then games, oh man, game seven. A game seven the Rockets, of this series. Woohoo! I do think, and we, we, of course, we all think this. We, the Rockets, either team in the East has a much better chance against the Rockets. I, I, think, I think that that is correct. I actually don't think, I know it's crazy because Boston's up 3 2, and we can talk about that, but I think the Cavs have a much better chance against both teams than the Celtics do. Why? Because I think the way the Celtics play on the road isn't has been disappointing. And I just don't think LeBron isn't being affected by playing in Boston. The rest of the Cavs are. They're awful. And I, I don't think that Clay and Steph and Draymond and Livingston and these guys who have been in championship situations for the last five years, I don't think it has nearly the effect on them that it does on the J.R. Smiths of the world. And then you talk about the Rockets. Like, the Rockets just won in Oakland. And the Rockets, again, the Rockets are not going to change what they do regardless. They're not going to start driving to the fucking basket a ton because they're in Boston. They're not going to start playing fucking... Crazy even They're gonna be the Rockets. Can we talk about the Celtics cast sure. for a second? Game uh, five just ended. Dude, the Cavs on the road. You know, everybody wants to talk about the Celtics on the road. It, again, this is a lot like we were saying. It's not the Celtics on the road. It's the Celtics at home play with a completely different confidence. Dude, they just—they literally go into hibernation. Listen to these stats. Listen to these stats from the Cleveland Cavaliers. Tristan Thompson, 0 of 3 from the field, 1.6 rebounds. Yep. George Hill, 1 of 5 from the field, 7 points, 2 assists. J.R. Smith, 1 of 6 from the field, 2 points. 
So those three starters have a combined 10 points. Yeah. That, and LeBron does, for the record, LeBron doesn't have his best game. He just doesn't. No. Le- LeBron, six turnovers. LeBron's been, he's been turnover prone. Yeah. He's been turnover prone because he's having to do everything. And you get tired and you get sloppy. It's, it's basically, what this series is, is basically the 2015 finals that he played against the Warriors. Where... He shot 35% and led everybody in everything and averaged 40 points for the series, but it wasn't it wasn't super efficient. Yeah. But LeBron also had 26, 10, and 5 tonight on 50% shooting. That's a pretty good game. The problem is a lot of teams get 26, 10, and 5 from their star. On 50% shooting, they feel great. They'd sign up for that every day. The Cavs would would never sign up for that. If you ask Tyron Lue, right now, 26, 10, and 5 from LeBron James every game of the series, will he take it? He'd be like, absolutely not. I'll get fired. If you asked Steve Kerr, Steph's going to give you 26, 10 assists, and 5 rebounds in this series across him. He's like, I will take that. For a season, give it to me. We'll win the championship. It's just a completely different because there's no fucking supporting cast. How many? Uh, I I we checked late in the game because I was shitting on Kevin Love. Kevin Love, I believe, had 14 the last time I checked. Is he the only Cav in double digits? Correct. Besides LeBron. Correct. So LeBron James 26, Kevin Love 14. No one else in double digits. Correct. That's offensive. How many guys on the Celtics in double digits? Five, six. One, two, three, four, five. That's the game right there. It is. That's the game. It's a, it's a, if you take it's a ha- team so, game. Uh, do this for me. Do this one for me. What uh, what was the final? What was the, what was the final of the game? Ninety six, eighty three. So that's a thirteen point game. You add that's that's four points for those three starters who did jack shit. J.R. Smith with zero. Two points. Two points. Uh, fucking Thompson with one point. I mean, we're talking about J.R. Smith. Can you give me six? Can you give me six? <laughs> fucking. Yo, man, you give me them six? Thompson, can you give me four points? Can I get a four spot from you? Can I get two layups? Charles Barkley was like, the guy who's like, you get two layups just accidentally. You get just two layups. Like air, or like air balls hit you in the hands under the basket. Two layups? It's Too a team again. It's a team game, guys. Like, like we, we're not asking much of these guys to contribute. We're not. It's. I, I agree with Prano's point. It's not saying like the Celtics. You're in the NBA. Can I get a four spot? You're starting in the NBA. Can I get four from you? Yeah. George Hill. What did George Hill have? Seven. Yeah, they had ten points. The three of them combined. That's ridiculous. Can Can you guys average six points? You can get a six-point average. Your starters. Yeah. I know. It's uh, it's depressing. Now, what's your what's your prediction on this? Cavs winning. Cavs will win the next game. Cavs win in Cleveland. Now, all these people say, oh, there's no way that Cleveland's closing out in Boston. I disagree with that because they have LeBron and experience. Yeah. They need somebody else to show up. That's what but, they need. But 
there's certainly a big difference having LeBron James in Boston. Like, I'll take, I, I'd be more confident at LeBron James in Boston than I would the Rockets at home in Game Seven. I agree. He's been there. He can do it. He's the best player in the world. I mean, he did it in Game Seven in the Finals in Oakland. You fool. Somebody brought up a good point too. The I saw this the other day. This is a good. This is a good point uh, as far as the MVP conversation goes. You know the Cavs won fifty-one games last year with Kyrie. They won fifty this year without him. Ah, interesting. I mean, we talk about the, we talk about the fucking Michael Jordan leaving teams. They lose like two less games, you know, versus the LeBron James le- leaves a team and he becomes the lottery pick. Like James Harden's a great player and. I, I under like I understand James Harden winning the NBA MVP in the MVP in the sense that it has become, but James Harden didn't get fuck that. I'm so sick of that shit. Yeah, I understand the MVP just doesn't stand for the most valuable player. It's fucking it. bullshit. It doesn't. It's a particip. It's, it's about a participation. Hold, hold, hold on, yeah. hold on. But but it's in that realm of oh we feel bad we have to give it to somebody else can you fucking imagine if michael phelps could win the gold cuz he always wins the fucking gold it's right. the same shit it's the same exact shit i'm so I fucking mean, also sick LeBron, of this shit lebron james hasn't won an mvp in how many years 5 years lebron two, james two staff a kevin durant a, Re- a, a russell westbrook that's that's four already and now and how many Harden. how many mvps does lebron have four five i believe four five Hey Trevor, where you at? Look this up, fam. Uh, I mean, seriously, it's fucking. It's, it's just I just hate these awards. Well, they haven't won it, and he always wins it. And fucking play better. I'm, I'm just I'm over it because because you know what I'm over. You, you know why why that that frustration is coming out, Prano, and you're gonna agree with me. He has five. He has five. I am over. The faceless internet trolls. Oh, I'm sorry. He has four. It he says four. that he's tied with, uh, let's see. Or I believe that, yeah, Michael Jordan has five and he has four. Jordan has six. Jordan has six finals MVPs. Okay. Yeah, it says Michael Jordan won the award MVPs. five times. Anyway, I stand corrected. <laughs> Can we talk about faceless trolls for a minute? Yes. Because you, you, no, re- I'm, I, I, you reached out to me. I'm taking this to another level. Okay, go I'm for it. I'm taking this to another level. This isn't even for trolls. This is for dirt balls. Oh shit! This is for everybody. If you have a fake name, like EJ has, is EJ Gomez. When he texted, when he DM'd me about coming to work here, it's EJ Gomez. His name is EJ Gomez. Like just, he goes by his name, just like Josh here. And he, do, do you want me to give out your last name? Josh Estrich. He's weird Twitter, right? Yeah. So he's got a cartoon of himself or whatever. But the point is, he has his real name. He's a real person. If you have a fake name and you have a fake picture and you even give me your opinion at this point, like I'm done. And I'm sick of hearing, like, I have a job. I have a j- I can't be myself because I have a job. Like, no. I don't, millions of people have Twitters and jobs. And they use their real name. Something Thousands of them are verified as ha- having as being the person of the job they hold. What you're what you mean to say when you say that is I can't be a shitbag on the internet and have a job. I can't tell you you're a fucking hack comedian 
who fucking does a podcast out of his fucking mom's basement and have a job. I can't say you're a cunt because you believe in free speech and have a job. So here's the thing. Don't be a piece of shit on the internet or be a piece of shit on the internet and fucking own it. I tell people they're fucking cucks and losers and fucking scumbags all the time. I have a fucking blue check mark next to my name that says, yes, that guy who called you a cunt is in fact the Joe Prano. Well, you couldn't have said it better because I agree. You have a couple options. I've said this forever and I'm going to say it again. This goes to anyone out there. And Joe's right, including Dirtballs. Do not troll people. Do not be mean. Do not be hateful. If don't you're, even give me your shitty sports take. If you're going to hide, just don't do it. And, and, and don't use the, oh, you guys can do it because you're comedians. And you have, big fucking deal. Because again, how many times are we going to say this? I also don't just go after people. Like I might not always have my real picture. This may become my avatar. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's my fucking name. Stand by your opinions. That's, that's don't be a fucking pussy. That's the worst thing is the opinions. People give shitty opinions and it's like, yeah, of course you're hiding your face. Your opinion shitty. You, you don't really stand for your shitty opinion. You're just saying it. I tweeted this this week, and I stand by this tweet. I would rather have my daughter be a stripper than a faceless troll on the internet. I'm dead serious. Because she goes out there with her real face and her real body, and she's a whore. You know, like— Well, she's just an exotic dancer, (laughs) hypothetically. (laughs) My hypothetical daughter. How dare you? Yeah, because she's owning it. That's my point. Yeah. That's exactly my point. It's—dude— we're beating a dead bush here. Yeah. Call back. And I know South Park obviously hammered this home with fucking Skank Hunt 42, which that's why I loved that season so much because they were spot on. But Prano's right, though, guys. Like, I, 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 like I'm at even, the point. even if you're a dirtball, he's right. Like, if, I'm at if the you point want to come now. at me with your opinion and you're hiding behind a picture of Joe Montana. Yeah. You know how much your opinion means to me? Nothing. I'm at the point now where where I'll I'll be complaining about the Mets. I'm like, God, fucking blow another Jacob DeGrom, like a great Jacob DeGrom. Yeah, Mets stink. Like, that basic, you don't have a real picture, you're blocked, and you're blocked on Dirty Sports. That's that's where I'm at now. Oh, wow. You're doing block party on both accounts. I'm blocking people all over the place. You're the Kenboy Matumbo people. I'm not going going through Dirty Sports mentions, but if I know you're a dirtball, you're just getting blocked. Because, no, you don't get to come with your shitty opinion, not fucking stand behind it, and get to listen to our show, and get to follow the classic tweets that Ruther does doing voiceovers of Tyron Lou. No, Thank you don't you. get the good stuff. Thank you. And those are some classic tweets, by the way. But I have found a new fascination of trolling. YouTube. Oh, yeah. YouTube trolls are unbelievable. YouTube trolls are next level. Now, we started doing shows on YouTube in February. So we're yeah. still real new to this. So this is all new for me. You know, we're just now getting a a foot in the door, so to speak, with YouTube subscribers and that whole world. I have found a whole other world. The YouTube trolls are stero- are basically Twitter trolls on steroids. Yeah. So I went because pa- no one shows their face or uses their real name on YouTube. No one does. Not a single person. I have been going back and forth with this guy. On YouTube, no lie, 
for a, a week or two. <laughs> so you can really get caught in these wormholes. But but here's what I do with him. It's like every few hours or a lot of times at the end of the night, his profile is Sin City Blue 03. Yeah. And his avatar, let's go to his avatar. His avatar is New York Yankees. Right. Has he uploaded a video ever? No. Of course not. No oh, yeah. One? Oh, yeah, he has. T- take a guess. It's T- a, take a guess. It's a Yes Network, Michael K. Take a guess. Well, I, no, I, I can't guess. What is it? These are the videos he's uploaded, which he's taken clearly from his phone, titled, Liberals Use Alternative Facts <laughs> to Politicize Virginia GOP. Fox News Reporter Says, Oh, Shit, Something. President Obama is a Hypocrite, Fox News. Fox News oh, is Megan Kip. So it's it's the same it's the same brand. So this guy I've been going back and forth with it's all under the if LeBron played in the 80s. Yeah. And it's fascinating because these trolls want to go back and forth. He's so dumb like he doesn't understand that we're a podcast. I think he's only watched a clip from a video. So then I just I just at the end I just like well fuck this I'm just gonna go to this guy personally right which you know that's the easy go to because I I don't want to argue Jordan Lebron with you because again I don't know who you are also you're not using facts you're not being sense you know you're, you're just like senseless statements yeah flu game yeah flu game fucking flu game the flu game's unbelievable and you like with the hangover I know the other thing about the flu game I don't understand is like in the in legitimate back-to-back fucking statements, people always mention the flu game and LeBron getting cramps. I've done a ton of shit with the flu. I've done a ton of shit. Like, the, wh- what kind of flu are these people getting? Get a flu shot. Are, is, are people dying of the flu still? Yeah. Where do you live? Africa? Like, wh- wh- since when's the last time the flu fucking, like, killed somebody? It's wild. It's Dude, wild. I, go out, I do comedy shows with the flu. I do the show with the flu. I tweeted the other day. And I, Magic I'm not jo- a goddamn American hero. You see, brain on dirty sports overcame the flu. Magic Johnson won fucking five titles with HIV. Yeah. He he played 11 years in the National Basketball Association, won five titles, I believe three or four MVPs. Yeah. With HIV. Literally, his one blood cell was attacking his other blood cells. Is that how HIV works? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm not a scientist. Anyway, he was playing with HIV. But I have to read what I wrote. Like to when this people guy. come back from though, like to come back to the into offices with the flu, do they get like standing ovations? Like he survived the flu, and it wasn't the flu. We all know this. Yeah, Michael and- Jordan was gambling all night, partying all night. He had a hangover. That is a fucking fact. You believing that he had the flu is like you believing... Even if you do believe he had the flu, it's the flu. Who cares? He had a tummy ache? What are we talking about here? But anyway... It was a goddamn Gatorade commercial is what it was. You got the flu? Drink Gatorade. Also, if you got the flu so bad you shit your pants, get some Hanes. So I'm going back and forth with this guy, which you you were going back and forth too, all under dirty sports. Great. So... I, I basically was like, let's just spin this argument into something else. So this is what I wrote the other day. <laughs> I wrote, I ignored all the and sports now, shit. Scenes from trolling. I wrote, conclusion. You're definitely a fat white guy who loves Fox News, spends way too much time trolling slash 
leaving online comments and has a zero to very little sex life. It's like, I'm just going to pigeonhole you. Yeah, you're probably right. What did he reply to that one? He was like, Fox oh. News, LOL. It's like, dude, I went to your page. Yeah, yeah. You're, he wrote, who the fuck is talking about news channels? We're talking about sports. See, it's like, no, dude. I, this I, is a I, great segue into what's going to be our next bit. Have you noticed, like, what, like, I, I'm just, I'm just at the point where it's all racists. I said this to you the other day. It's, I believe, I believe that the 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 through line here is racism. What percentage of people would you say that argue '80s, '90s basketball are Trump supporters? But, but I, I'm not, I'm not going to say that makes them racists. What, what's the what's the what's the through line there? What so why then? Because I, I, I'm sensitive because I don't like just you know I'm big I don't like to label everybody are are there maybe some sort of not good racist tendencies, but like but to I'm just saying, label somebody a but, racist. But I'm saying why that means is, you hate all somebody why based is on that, their color? Yeah, or why is that the Venn diagram then? Like what are You're, the shared? You are right, and I I wrote that in a tweet. Yeah, but what is the shared? What do those two groups have in common? Well, here's my here's the Andy Ruther. Event. They're stupid, fat, unathletic white guys, thirty to fifty. Yes, they definitely and think America makes, needs to be great what again. What makes white guys super uncomfortable about today's NBA? The fucking athleticism. How much of it is always like, uh, yeah, they they travel all the jump shots and the traveling. It's like you're basically what you're saying is you wish it was slower and whiter still. That's what you're saying. I prefer but was the, the game. Was the NBA? I'd I like prefer the, a game that was slower and whiter. But I don't know if you know. I I bet this would be an interesting stat to look up. I doubt the NBA was. Much wider twenty years ago. Significantly wider. You think? I can. I mean, we have th- a lot of Europeans playing now, though, that are all white. Just off the top of your head, name white NBA starters as compared to twenty years ago. I'll, I'll reel off twenty five white NBA starters. I'd love to see the numbers on this. There's got to be a stat out there. Hornacek, Stockton, Elo, Mark Price, Kerr, Lambeer, Bird, McHale. Detlef no. Shrimp, Rick Smiths. But just go, just go. But you're, just you're go combining now. 80s and 90s. I'm saying, yeah, so I'm just saying, go now. Those I'm guys saying 1998. Over. So you go, yeah, we should probably close the window. So you go Ginobili, you go Dirk, Perzingis, running out. You're running out. Who you no, got left? No, Kevin Love. I mean, this is tough off the top of my head. I'm not going to lie. And this is now. There's more white guys. We're forgetting some. Uh, the point guard for the Jazz. He's white. Spanish dude. Ricky Rubio. <laughs> Gordon Hayward when he's healthy. I bet it's not that far off. I don't know. We should talk NFL. Yeah. That's so, so Speaking of racists. That's the segue. Yeah. Well, uh, this is going to be a long one. It's not going to be that long. Well, it's going to be long in in all the twists and turns of it, but. So the NFL today announced a new policy regarding the national anthem. Yeah. Which which is mind-blowing to me. Mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing. Well, it's mind-blowing on a few different reasons. Before we get to the actual policy, it's it's mind-blowing that. They're dumping gasoline on a fire. Yep. No one was talking about it anymore. It's no the, one. It, 
It's May 23rd. No one was talking about it. Just ignore it. You know who was talking about it? Racists on the internet. Well, the media wasn't helping the cause. I, I will agree. Them, them doing all the coverage and all that on it. But if the owners had just ignored all this, let people do what they want to do, it's a non-issue. Agreed? Yeah. So these are the highlights of the NFL's new national anthem policy. One, all team and NFL personnel should stand for the anthem. The league office should revise the game operations manual to remove the requirement that all players be on the field for the anthem. Three, personnel who choose not to stand for the anthem may stand in the locker room or a similar location until after the anthem has been performed. The fourth point is a club will be fined if its personnel do not show appropriate respect for flag and anthem. Again, the flag and anthem, which yes. is, deserves respect. <laughs> Because they have the hottest clothes. Look up. By the way, get, get yourself some flag and anthem. You want to respect the flag and anthem, use promo code DIRTY for 25% off. And they ain't even paying us for this ad. That's yeah. just free. We're just throwing that on top. Look how fresh That's I the look. only flag and anthem that deserves respect. Yeah. This hot pocket tee. Look, look, at, what, look at what I'm wearing. I got I'd the- rather stand for a flag and anthem t-shirt than I would for our flag and national anthem at this point. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Andy. Well, well, hold on. Let me, let me finish. Okay. Oh, it's, so just, it's just that's, a couple that's more. on the end of the rules? The last one is each team may develop its own work rules regarding its on-field personnel who do not show appropriate respect yeah, the, for s- the flag and anthem. Such a fucking... I mean, the... the Joe ru- has the bat ready. The ruling. He's ready to... The ruling. Their own... Like, that don't show... What was it? Read me the last one. That don't show each proper team- respect. What's proper respect defined as? Do I have to jerk off when the flag comes out? No, now? It's, like, no oh, it shows. It says uh, regarding its on-field personnel who do not show appropriate appropriate respect. respect. So what the fuck is uh, like? How define appropriate respect? This is like the catch rule. It is. What is the uh, what is appropriate respect? Can I take off the L chain? By the way, or do I have to uh, wear it all episode? Yeah, you could. You should probably keep it for another minute or two. Okay. Again, that's a very ambiguous rule, too. We're just deciding randomly how long I have to wear it. I mean, you asked. I answered. Okay. Well, look. You bring up a good point, which I told you I had seen discussed on a variety of shows today. This now is ambiguous. So does the player who holds up the fist? What about covers his eyes? Can you do this? Yeah. Can you play peekaboo with them? that appropriate can you do that what about shirt over the head can i can i put my pads on like this and go like oh i know they're playing the anthem i can't see it i can't see it can i put my helmet on backwards helmet in uh, does helmet have to be in left hand can a helmet be in right hand can i wear my helmet as a shoe during the anthem Maybe. am i allowed to drink gatorade during the anthem Maybe you stay in the locker room and the hologram goes out and stands for the anthem. Right, right. If Technology. I'm in the lo- if I'm in the locker room, can I say "fuck the United States of America" while I'm in there, or is that inappropriate? Can I, can I, Th- le- this is- can I leave my helmet and shoes on the field, but personally be in the stand? How about this? Can my pants be kneeling on the field while I myself am still in the locker room? What is appropriate? Can I, can I do double fists? 
Can I do two fists in the air? Can I mambo number five while the anthem is happening? Can I Macarena? Can you and I do the kid and play dance while the national anthem is happening? Can you hold up your centaur? Can, yeah. Can I have the legs and body of a horse while the national anthem is happening? Do I have to sing along? Do I have to mouth the words? Do, do words actually have to be coming out of my mouth while I sing? Or can I just be miming the words? Do I have to hit the high notes? Because I'm more of a baritone. Do I have to look at the biggest flag in the stadium? Can I look at smaller flags? Are digital flags appropriate? You know how sometimes on the digital board they'll have the digital flag? If somebody next to me is holding a flag, do I salute the closest flag or the main flag? Should I be paying attention to the actual voice of the person singing or the echoed voice of the person singing? Can you play a game of capture the flag while you're looking at the flag during the national anthem? Can I call? Can I can I like can there be flags of other countries around? Guys, this is stupid. This this is just this whole thing. Obviously, everyone has such a big opinion on this. Because all this shit. All of it has been hijacked from a, a point of view that gives zero fucks about the country. If you think that the owners care about our troops and our national anthem, well, they never would have taken a penny for these displays, which happened for years, which then got called out three years ago. They don't uh, care. Andy- you know, they don't it, care. It's it's important because we might still have racist dumb fucks that listen to our show. There's a chance that the people that are hiding behind frog cartoons in Kobe Bryant jerseys don't know what you're talking about. Please explain for the dumb fuck racists. Please explain for Dustonian what the fuck you're talking about. Well, what I'm talking about is for years... So before NFL games, we often show the flag. We do flyovers. Military personnel sometimes surprise their wives and daughters and sons. Yes. Uh, People are posing in. That's just just the NFL saying we love the military. That's what they're doing. Those people get free tickets to the game because of the NFL's undying love for the military and its love of our country. Well, no. No? A report released in 2015 from a real war hero, John McCain, stated that the Department of Defense had spent $6.8 million That's a lot of money. Between 2012 and 2015, amongst 50 pro teams from the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, NASCAR, MLS, and others, in which were deemed paid patriotism. So the, all that stuff happened because the NFL was making money for it? Yes. Wow. That's kind of a bullshit thing to do. Yes. Now, now that recently stopped. So, if the players salute the anthem, they get a, they actually get a bonus. No, they make extra money. No, no. Well, this is very all very confusing. The whole thing is confusing. And and and, I, and here's I, here's what's confusing. Let me tell you this, Andy. Go ahead. I actually don't know where this leaves the me personally with the NFL or the show that you are currently listening to with the NFL, I I am not sure if I'll be watching the NFL this year. Because I'm a stand-up comedian. I make a living as a stand-up comedian. I make a living as an entertainer. I was a journalism major and a communications major in school. The First Amendment actually 
for all the shit I give the United States of America, I'm glad it is the First Amendment. It does mean a boatload to me that I can that I can make a living going up and saying anything I want about anybody I want. I can say anything. I've said cunt on this show five times already. I've said great word by the way. Yeah. I've said every fucking word you can imagine on this show. And I've got paid by sponsors to do it. I go on stage, I say whatever the fuck I want, and I get paid to do it. That's very American. I am proud to live in a country where no one's coming up and saying, the government is censoring what you can say up here. And the idea that we are going to talk about a a football league, which I, I very much enjoy, going out of their way to shut down American citizens' right at peaceful protest. Forget the freedom of speech thing because they're not fucking saying anything. They're not disrespecting anybody. They're not doing anything that has anything to do with the military or anything that has anything to do with the flag. A Navy SEAL suggested that these guys kneel out of respect for the flag and they agreed to it. And now the NFL is going to find them if they if they don't stand and put their hand over their hearts and fucking sing along. No. No, sorry, you don't get my money. In fact, I have a lot of Giants gear. I have a lot of NFL gear. If people, I, I'm not going to burn it like some fucking cheddar dick, make America great again fucking loser. If you're still going to support the NFL and you want it, let me know. I'll sell you exclusive official NFL gear at a cut rate. Some of it that's barely worn. You want an Odell Beckham jersey? Make me an offer. You want a fucking New York Giants winter hat? Make me an offer. It's yours. I don't want it. I'm going to take the money. I'm going to give it to the fucking ACLU. This is garbage. Garbage. And I'm sick of all of the fucking excuses people use. Uh, Did you know that the freedom of speech is actually not covered in the workplace? First of all, while that might be true, what you're also saying is you want to support a league that goes out of its way to curb freedom of speech. I, You're right. It's not protected at work, and you don't have to work for a fucking shithead company, and I don't have to support it. And if you're the kind of American that goes, I actually support companies that curb freedom of speech, then you're a dickhead. Also, many NFL stadiums are paid for by taxpayers. So at what point does that become not a private company? When you take my money without asking me to build your office? Mm, No, now you're part of fucking public. Also, guess what? Go to an NFL stadium sometime. Take your dick out and wave it around. See who arrests you. It ain't going to be fucking stadium security. You're getting arrested by the fucking Philadelphia Police Department for indecent exposure in public. 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 This shit is happening in public. Public. That's a fucking public-funded stadium, and it's a fucking public event. Swear at a kid. Smack your girlfriend. Do whatever you want. You, you're you allowed to fucking smack your girlfriend at home if she wants to be smacked. Smack your girlfriend in fucking public. See what the fuck happens to you. You're getting fucking arrested. This ain't an office. This is not a workplace. This is a public event. Take a shit on a field. See what happens to you. Take a fucking shit on a field. You're getting arrested by the fucking city police. You're not getting going in front of HR. 
No, this is a fucking public event. This workplace nonsense that people keep saying. Show me a workplace where people are showing up and what and public people are showing up and watching you work. Also, show me a fucking workplace where you're fucking where they force you to stand up and salute a fucking political symbol before you work. This workplace thing is horseshit. And if you say it, you're a fucking racist loser. Unfollow. You're a loser. You're fucking, you're trying to fucking have find a loophole in the goddamn First Amendment of the United States of America because you're a racist? Kill yourself. It's disgusting. It's despicable the fucking things that people will say to try to justify blatant racism, blatant theft of the first, not the second, not third, not the fourth, not the fifth, the first, the very fucking first thing. Peaceful fucking protest, right to assembly, right to fucking free speech. This isn't an office. This isn't a fucking private university. You don't fucking show up to a fucking stadium and go, hey, this is, this is like we're in your fucking living room, right? Just fucking take my shoes off, fucking have a couple beers, smack my bitch around, call this girl a cunt, take a shit on the floor. This ain't the smut shack. I can say all this stuff in the smut shack. Try saying any of this shit at a stadium. You're getting fucking arrested by the police. Because it's fucking public. This is a public event. You're forcing men to stand and salute a political symbol in public. It's everything against what the fucking First Amendment stands for. You morons. I share a lot of your sentiment and... Like I thought about it hard today when I when I tweet and I when I tweeted out I love football I love football players but I love the first amendment more because that's true because I agree with Joe and guys this is a big issue and you can say well if they don't want to stand they can stay in the locker room but he's right they are missing the mark on this they're not burning flags on the field. They're not disrespecting anybody. And, and look, this is coming from, and people should hear this, and most of you already know this. I come from a military family. My brother fought in Iraq, right? In Iraq, right? Dude, I am like your typical, I love America. I love this country. But to think that you want to force guys to stand, why does it matter? It doesn't affect you. It doesn't. Whether someone stands, kneels, makes a pina colada, whatever, it doesn't affect you what they're doing during the national. And don't you fucking dare tell me it's disrespectful for the flag and the country. Again, I, I come from a fucking military family. You know what's disrespectful? You know what's disrespectful for me as a brother who fucking put his life on the line is sending troops to stupid fucking wars where they could die. That's fucking disrespectful. Me fucking crying at night, worrying that my brother's going to die. That's disrespectful. How do we treat these troops when they come back? We don't give, we treat them so shitty that we ask for money to do a paid advertisement. These guys don't give a shit about anything. 
And if you really care about this country, you care about the First Amendment right, like Joe's saying, 100% true. And, and like, I, I'm so fucking, I'm just sick and tired of people turning into, you're, you're turning into some sort of, like, legal assistant to try to come up with a way to justify that it's okay to curb people. You're right. You're right. I can't go to fucking work at Apple and start calling everybody the fucking N-word because you can get fired. You're right. You're right. You can't do that. But that hurts people. That incites violence. That causes your co-work. That causes a dangerous workplace. None of this causes any of that. No one gives a single fuck at all. And if you do, you're not watching the game. You're not staring at the flag. Your hand's not over your heart. You're not fucking singing. You're worried about what somebody else is doing. And it's bullshit. This also isn't a fucking office. It's not a fucking office. Stop saying workplace. Stop saying employee. I paid for your fucking stadium. You're not my employee. Because if I had to say, I'd say, take your dick out during the fucking anthem. Show me your dicks. It's fake patriotism. And I'm so sick of it because it, it's been hijacked. It's been completely hijacked. I don't know if I'm – I don't. so here's what I've got, and, and, I, and this is the, what I'll put out to the dirtballs because maybe somebody can help. I would like to speak to a current black NFL player and ask them, what, what do you want me to do? What, what do you want me as a fan to do? Do you want me to boycott? Do you want me to just be very vocal about it? Do you want me to tweet about it? Do you want like I don't know the answer. I love football. I love football. Legally, I can't watch high school football with this mustache. I don't think they'll let me. Okay. Uh, funny, I was actually when I drove by Santa Monica High School the other day, I was thinking we should go to they, a game they, this they, year. They might let me coach high school football yeah. with this mustache. College football is like, don't even get started on the NCAA. That's like a whole other fucking ball of wax. Like talking about indentured servitude. And then the NFL. So what are my options? If I don't want to watch football, I want to watch football. But I don't want to watch it this way. I don't know if I'm boycotting. I don't know if I want to start a fund to get money to buy like the entire away section, as Joe Chabelli would call it, of the L.A. Rams game and, and have 40,000 people take a knee, a knee with me every Sunday. I don't know if I want to burn flags outside the fucking stadiums. I don't know if I want to get rid of my shit. I don't know what the answer is, and I want to talk to somebody. What do these guys want? What do they want? Because I know they want a voice I know they want to be treated with the respect that the NBA treats basketball players with, where LeBron James can go out and lay up lines with an I can't fucking breathe shirt. That's a political protest. And you know why the NBA is fucking blossoming and the NFL is slowly going to die? Because forget the fucking CTE. If you're a young black athlete right now, why would you ever focus on football? If you somehow survive physically past your first fucking contract to make real money, which isn't guaranteed, by the way, you could be blackballed at any moment because of your opinion. Odell Beckham was a fucking junior national soccer player. Tom Brady was a drafted baseball player. The list goes on and on. Deion Sanders, Bo Jackson. If you're, I mean, Antonio Gates didn't even play football. Till he fucking was in the NFL. Yeah. Like, the the list of things 
that those guys could do with their athleticism outside of football is endless. Why would you ever, if you're a six seven gigantic beast of a man, why would you not be a UFC fighter? Why would you not be a boxer? Why would you not do those things and be a man who can make millions with your athleticism instead of them going, oh, sorry, what was that? You don't, that's not your favorite song? That's not your favorite song? The number one favorite song? Is that number one on your playlist? You're blackballed from the NFL. Why would you do it? The NFL is going to lose talent because of CTE, and it's going to lose talent because if you're a young black athlete, why would you ever sign up for this? Why would you ever sign up for this? It's disgusting. And honestly, until I figure out what we're going to do, what I'm going to do, I don't want it to affect the show. I love betting on the lines every week. I love reviewing the games. I love being the Eli Manning homer. I love trashing fucking Pats fans and saying they cheat. I love doing that stuff. Until I figure out personally where I'm coming from, I'm not talking NFL. I'm fucking done with it. This show might become, we might have to get into hockey. Vegas Golden Knights, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how we got here, but we're here. And it's bizarre. And I want to reiterate the history behind the national anthem. And I know we did this last football season, but it's important. G- guys, this whole thing, again, I consider myself, I would call myself a patriotic American person. I really would. But this whole notion of having to play the national anthem with sports, why? It's a valid point. Why? And it, it goes back to baseball. And then they, they started doing it during World War II. But let me reiterate, NFL players were never on the field until 2009 which was during which was during Barack Obama's presidency. So people need to remember it was all this fake paid patriotism bullshit. So why why do we have to associate by the way I love the national anthem. I love it. But why do we have to always associate I think it sucks. But why do we associate I with I think it's a lame ass song. If I get in an Uber and you ask for an Oscar and you play the national anthem, fuck you. You're a loser. It's a shitty song. All right, we we agree to disagree on that one, but fucking bombs bursting in air. Fuck you. Play a little two chains. I bet you he could remix it. Uh, my point is this, guys. When we have the Olympics and we win the gold, they play it, and then Spain wins the silver, they get their national anthem, and so on. I get that. That makes sense. It's an international Olympic sport for your country. My point is this. Don't, don't, don't think about this. Everybody who's listening, don't just say, whoa, it's their fucking country. No, but why? But why do we have to have the national anthem played before a Dodgers game, before a Jets game, before a Browns when, game? When, when in baseball, 70% of the people out there are from Latin countries. But, but that's my point. A lot of these guys aren't even from America. Look, I get it. Again, I love the national anthem, and I think it, it it's a great thing to hear. But my point is, don't just be a stupid, simple-minded, the fucking America, Robert. Don't think that way. Think logically. 
don't just give the fucking hot take because this is important to me. And this this goes on both sides. And to me, this is basically this the NFL and what they're doing is a microcosm of the current state of America. Right. So not, don't knock down that fucking centaur, bro. <laughs> but but by it, the way, new rule since EJ's an employee has to come out and salute the centaur every time he walks in or else he's subject to fines. I, I just don't understand. There's there's no other rationale. There really isn't, guys. I hate to say it. There's no, and I've thought long and hard about this, and Prano and I texted a lot last night because I was like, I'm trying to see this. But there's no other rationale. There really isn't than rich, old, white owners saying, fuck you, black guy. I don't want to hear your opinion. There, there's no. It's other, not even that. There, as but much there's as no other is, rationale beside well, yeah, that. Yeah, it's not even that as much as it is the shithead, racist, fuck that wants to buy a Ford truck doesn't want to hear your opinion, and I, it's really important that I sell him a truck. That's the. Here's the deal, guys. If you watch the NFL on a Sunday, here's here's the target audience. Here's the people who are upset by this. You can tell the target audience for anything by the ads. If you watch fucking daytime television, if you watch soap operas, they're doing tampon ads. Women watch soap operas, okay? If you watch fucking Price is Right, it's dentures. It's Paul Dent. Because who's watching the fucking Price is Right at 11 a.m.? Old people, okay? Here's who you are. Here's the target demographic of the NFL. You drive a truck and your dick absolutely under no circumstances works without medication. That's it. It's Cialis and it's Ford. Because if you drive a truck, your dick doesn't work. That's it. That's who you are. You're the target demographic. They're, you're the one that they're afraid of losing. They're afraid of you stopping spending money with Big Pharma to make your dick not fucking properly work. Because your fat, disgusting wife... Doesn't get your dick hard anymore. So you need Cialis because your dick doesn't work because you're a fat, racist American that married another fat, racist American. And the only time your dick works is when you watch porn and you actually jerk off to the black girls that you're also hating openly during the national anthem. That's who it is. You're the target audience. Your dick doesn't work. Don't forget Budweiser. Yeah. Another reason why their dicks don't work because you're drunk you're fucking, it's like, it's unbelievable. My dick works fine. That's why I hate the fucking national anthem. But you don't hate the national anthem. You're, you're just, I actually do. You're just getting, you're, you're, no, I actually you're, do. you're triggered right now. No, and I'm not triggered. Yeah, you I are. actually do. Because what, why do, what the fuck are we even talking about? What? A song, a song, but man. But every country has a national Who anthem. Who cares? Who gives a single fuck? But it's no different What's our than- national bird? The fucking bald eagle? What's our national flower? Like, am, do, am I supposed to salute the bird when it flies by now? Do you salute b- bald eagles? No, but the national anthem is no different than a school fight song, whether yeah, it's a high school or college. I don't know school fight song either. Okay. Well, I don't give a fuck. Well, that's you, though, Joe. Yeah, because you know why? I'm a person. No, a, but, a, but look. I, no, look. It's called groupthink, Andy, and that's what the, that's what the purpose of it is. You, They're going to try to rally you into as many Oh, I, oh, I know groupthink. Jordan Peterson loves yeah. talking about groupthink. They're going to try to... They're going to try to... They're going to try to get you in groups that like the same song, into groups that like the same fucking... Per- they want you to feel a group so that they can control your mind. That's the point. 
Yeah, but you you can you can have pride in your country, but also question it. What the f- our country's a fucking sham. This whole goddamn thing's a goddamn disaster. So let's just be a person. Just be a fucking person. Be a man. Be a be an island. Be your own fucking country. This fuck uh, uh, what what would like what is this country fuck the f- speed limits and fucking anthems and fucking birds and like I don't give a shit. <laughs> God, I you know what that I should was, be that should be your next comedy you special. You know what I was saying? Speed limits, anthems, and birds. You know what? I, I don't hope, give a shit. You know what? You know why they? I hope they don't put up a fucking wall because I'm going to Mexico, dude. I'm getting the fuck out of here. And you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna swap bullshit yeah, I'm off. Call. You're gonna, gonna be wearing. You're gonna be wearing a Mexican L chain. We're gonna yeah. paint that yeah, shit. Yeah, an L chain. That kind of L. I'm fucking going. Like I'll go to Baja. Like I, here, I was actually thinking this today. I was like, if we stop talking football, like, are we even a fucking sports show anymore? And then I was like, I should just podcast from Mexico because I'll go there. I'll be free. Welcome to Dirty Sports, live from Tijuana. Yo, there's a donkey show. Today's donkey show. Dude, like, what the fuck? Like, it's we're a despicable place and everybody hates each other. That's why you go in the fucking sound bath or whatever you do. So you're like, I can't hear all the fucking Make America Great Again people and the Star Spangled Banner. I need to shut off my brain entirely. But it's not just those people. It's it's not. It's like I was texting, you know, with my buddy Cutter today. Yeah. The other side is just as bad. But that's what we were saying. It's it's like we live in this vacuum now, and that's what he was saying, which I thought was a great point. It's like you have these these uber liberal people who don't want to see the other side. And then you have the uber conservative people, the people who are like, fuck that guy. He's got to stand. Yeah. So, so yeah, exactly. They're the, and they're the exact same person. I agree. The person that for all you conservatives out there who are upset that, that people can't say this and can't say that. And the people that are like, Oh, this liberals, you can't say, you can't say this word anymore. And like PC this and PC that you are that. You are that this the 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 white liberal chick who goes to a comedy club and it's like I was offended by the word rape. You are the same person as the guy who goes to the football game with I was offended by those guys kneeling. I You're agree. The same person. I agree. You're the same fucking person. You're both horrible, and together you make up ninety five percent of our country. Which is why what the fuck are we talking about here? That you know what that fl- that song stands for? Song stands for all those horrible people. See, I have a little more faith. I have a little more faith. Well, you have not been paying attention. Well, I have. I'm, I'm trying to stay optimistic. I, I think those are the fringe those groups. Are- uh, I, I think I think most people go about their day. They're just trying to, you know, provide for their family. I think a lot of people do think logically. But look, the problem is we're also and, and, and- hold on. We're also you and I are both on social media. It's you know we're comedians. We see this shit. We see the we see the bad of both sides. But imagine you're not on social media. Imagine you're just a guy with a lunch pail going to work, driving a bus, coming home. You're in Minnesota, where the fantastic people like Stanga and Charlie are. By the way, you've gotten spit all over that centaur. I've been noticing. Yeah, like it's christened. You've been you've been on the fire. So imagine you're a guy who just drives a bus in Minnesota. Okay, they've taken from your paycheck money to build a building, U.S. Bank Stadium, where they're gonna play the national anthem. Beautiful stadium, by the and way. And then force American citizens there 
to salute a political symbol. But again, then they're going to take. But, party. but hold on, then the, they're, the, take they're not. You keep saying it, but let me just hop in here. They're not. They do have the. This isn't Nazi fascism. They do have the option of not going on the field. Look, I'm not sticking up for the owners. I'm just saying you're saying force. Yeah, you're forced. If you're there and you're out on the field, if you just want to be outside, you're forced to salute a political symbol. Then they're taking more of your money, right? During this whole thing, they're taking more of your fucking money and they're spending it on a million different things that you did not fucking sign up for. Forget that. They're spending, they're taking your money, okay? The government's taking your money and then they're fucking doing these political ads. The government's taking your fucking money and they're paying that league, that same league with it to promote the military. This is where your money's going. If you're just a guy driving a bus, they're taking your fucking money. They're giving it to they're giving it to a football league twice to fuck you in the ass. You don't even watch football. You just drive a bus all the time. So far, by driving a bus, you've supported the military-industrial complex. By you've paid for a commercial to lure dumb people that can't fucking graduate college into joining the military because they think it's their only goddamn option for having a fucking 401k and a retirement plan. And simultaneously, they've paid to put a building up where they're going to force black men to stand and salute the flag. This is unbelievable. Well, you know what they should be doing with that money? What you should be doing with that money is going on SeatGeek. That's how the segues work, guys. Guys, SeatGeek is the only place that Joe's going to go to games to boycott. It's the only place he's going to go to get his tickets when he boycotts the NFL. SeatGeek always has amazing deals, and I love it because every purchase is fully guaranteed. You can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with full confidence. Make SeatGeek your go-to app and finding the best deals on any ticket for any live event. So if you don't want to go to NFL games anymore, you want to check out the NBA, Major League Baseball, hockey, Stanley Cup Finals, U2 concerts, any any band, any I don't know, whatever you guys like, Green Day, I don't know what you guys listen to these days. I'm just tossing out random two chains, all available on SeatGeek. Best of all, all the listeners get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code DIRTY today. That's promo code DIRTY for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Josh, I got to ask you, when you came, when you paid to be here at the Dirty Sports, did you think that you were coming to uh, an episode of fucking, like, Meet the Press? Do you think it was going to be Bill Maher's uh, Politically Incorrect in here? I expected it. You expected no, it? Nothing more, nothing less. Is it, did this, I'm happy to see it. it I mean, <laughs> you, got, you got you got a good angry. You got a good. You got some good no chill. You yeah, like you got your your uh, your fill of no chill. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm sweating. Yeah, my neighbor closed the window. By the way, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be in fantastic shape this year because like I'm I'm I got my whole weekends off in the fall. You're watching games. I don't. I'm not sure. I am. I I'm. And, and I'll tell you what, it's going to come down to, like, I, I need more information. I Look, I the same thought went through my head. I'm being serious. Last night, it really did. Because this is a big issue. But the, the, the thing is, is if you don't, if we don't do it, then we're just spinning our wheels here. Then we're just as, we're just, 
we're as much a part of the problem as anybody else. We're just we're as much of a part of the problem as the other people on the other side who didn't stop watching, but still somehow got the NFL to believe that they were going to start watching. And the question that's why my question is, I know what those people want. They wanted those guys to stand. They wanted it, and they fucking got it. This is this is an over. Now, That's all I'm saying. And now I want to know what those players want. I want to know what those guys want from fans. Yeah. This isn't over. I'll tell you what. I texted some people today that I know in the Giants organization. I said, put me in touch with some Jets people because the Jets are paying their fines. They're not going to let their players get fined for kneeling. And good for the Jets. I mean, it took them 50 years, but the Jets finally made a good move. Turns out my team drafted Sam Darnold the whole time. Fuck. That's that's a turn. This is like the end of fucking the prestige. I did not see that coming. I've been a Jets fan the whole time. This is like the usual suspects. I'm still just... I stop limping and suddenly I'm walking cleanly with a Jets jersey on. I'm just still shocked. I guess I shouldn't be. I'm just like, I think I'm a pretty logical person. And from a public relations, from a marketing, from any sort of business perspective, in my opinion, they did literally the worst possible move. Like, like it, I, that's who I would love to, to talk to. I would love to talk to a publicist. I would love to talk to a publicist who's not even in this world. I would love to talk to a Hollywood publicist who reps maybe a client or a group of clients and say, what's the worst? I hope they represent a client. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? What's the worst? I want to talk to a publicist that has no clients. I would love to know these things. What's the worst way you could mess this up? Yeah. By finding people? Because when I heard the first story... And then they're finding the teams, but not the players, because they need to go through the collective bargain agreement to do that. So they fucking scammed their way into a finding. It's bonkers. By the way, that's a huge point that I want to reiterate, just so you guys know I this. want to cave in somebody's head with a bat. Well, there's a lot of homeless people outside. and To be honest, we don't need all of them in this world right now. Uh, that's a huge point that people need to understand. Just so you guys know... The NFL purposely is finding the teams, not the players, because like Joe said, it's a loophole around the NFL Players Association. So basically, the NFL Players Association, which is the union, did not know any of this was going to happen. In fact, the NFL Players Union put out a statement saying that this is completely opposite what Goodell and John Mara said that they were going to do. So yeah, it's it's slimy, it's disgusting, and everyone wants to say, this is what confuses me, everyone wants to say, oh, the ratings were down last year because of the protest. Well, the NFL, if you look at it, and the numbers are there, still dominated all of television programming across America. And they signed a bigger deal than they'd ever before for Thursday night football games. And I don't think they have all the numbers because, like we've said how many goddamn times, they the Nielsen ratings does not. What's that antiquated fucking system? That's what I'm saying. Was it one. doesn't take into play people using the ESPN app. It certainly doesn't take into play me using my brother's Directv password to watch the Sunday ticket. 
So, so this this like whole notion. There's no way that they're counting us as two different people. It's like the owners just hit the panic button, and they were like, "Yeah, NFL, I steal your product because fuck you." It's just it's wild, man. Like it's wild to me that this all went down this way. It's it's zero, and I mean absolutely, one hundred percent zero foresight. Like Joe said, man. Guys with erectile dysfunction spend money, bro. You know how much those pills cost? It ain't cheap. It's not aspirin, bro. You're paying lots of money to get your dick to work. A lot. I still have faith that things will work themselves out. I'm going to try to stay positive. But, dude, stop giving a shit. If you're listening to this... Stop caring what someone does during the anthem. Just stop. Stop caring. You don't really care. Don't act like you're this big rah-rah patriot. You're not. I fucking love this country. But why does it matter what someone does? Why? Ask yourself that. Why does that? Don't say that's disrespecting our troops. I come from a military family. It's not disrespecting the fucking troops. I wish some of these fucking rah-rah patriots would sign up and go get fucking killed. I mean, again, what's more disrespectful? A guy standing with a fist up or kneeling during the anthem or wasting billions of dollars... And costing thousands of innocent lives in a war that solves nothing. I don't know. You guys ask. You guys answer that. What, what what's worse? Because I think it's pretty easy. We're out there protecting the freedom, Andy. That you fucking oh, you like living in Venice Beach, man. You like fucking going out. No bombs going off. No fucking people getting shot in the street. That's us. We're protecting your freedom. Yeah. Last fucking. Last military attack on U.S. soil was in the in World War Fucking Two. Get a grip, you loser! You're not protecting shit. I forgot to bring something up. Let's change topics for a minute. I'm glad that your grandfather did help out with World War Two, though. It's probably why his dick doesn't work now. So get him some of that Cialis. Yeah, he deserves it. He yeah. should get it for free. Exactly. Not that we'd ever give fucking vets anything for free. Yeah. Certainly not see Alice in a truck. Actually, we're going to charge you for that. Now, that's something the NFL could do. You really give a fuck about America? You really give a shit? Give every, give every vet see Alice in a truck. Well, well that's one thing. You, you, really, you really give a shit about America? NFL owners? Jerry Jones, you give a fuck about America? How about this, you fucking old fuck? Take that 100,000-seat stadium you have, fill it with fucking... Military service veterans for free. Show how much you really care about the fucking flag. Let them all attend the game for free. You won't do that because it's all bottom line bullshit. You guys hit the panic button on your fucking money. Baseball? Is anything going on in baseball? Lenny Dykstra, man. (laughs) Can we talk about him? Lenny Dykstra. Lenny Dykstra was on everything but Cialis when he fucking attacked an Uber driver. Also, Lenny, learn how to use Uber. You don't have to ask permission to change the address. Just go on the app and change the goddamn address. <laughs> Is this the first time riding Uber, Lenny? 
Lenny Dykstra. What do you think his Uber rating is at now? <laughs> <laughs> How many stars do you give a guy that you accosted with fucking cocaine in your pocket? Former New York Met and Philadelphia Philly, Lenny Dykstra was arrested after he allegedly pulled out a weapon, which they never found, right? Right. And threatened to kill the, the Uber, Uber driver. Dr- like, he had the gun. He tried to kill an Uber driver. He threatened to kill an Uber driver. The- Lenny was arrested and had possession of cocaine, marijuana, and ecstasy. He was taken into custody at 3.30. So what kind of party are you having, bro? Like, what? <laughs> I mean, what, what like- Pick a drug. I know. Police won't specify the kind of weapon that uh, the Uber driver is alleging Dykstra had used. If I was Lenny, I would have claimed that the, those were the Uber driver's drugs. I'd have been like, look at this. He's got gum. He's got water. He's got mints. He's got ecstasy. I was going to give him five stars. He's got everything I need in here. Well, here's the story. The driver picked up Dykstra, who's now 55. and He looks re- 100. Oh, God. He requested to change his destination. But the but the cabbie refused. Well, that's offensive to the Uber driver, New York Post. Yeah, he's not a cab driver. He's a fucking Uber driver. He's a he's an independent contractor. <laughs> Dykstra then allegedly pulled out a weapon and threatened to kill the driver, according to police reports. The driver then got the attention of police by speeding his Uber into a parking garage near a police station while honking his horn repeatedly. He then drove just directly to the station. Why didn't you do that the first time? This no. is clearly not a good Uber driver. No. Well, you know Uber drivers. You ever see them? They can never find your fucking house. They're on their way there. He probably put the the police station in and then just couldn't get. Then he's like, "Oh shit, I went down an alley. Oh boy, now I gotta go around the, gotta go around the back." You ever notice how many times Uber drivers drive by your place before they fucking find it? Yeah, that's a good point. I'm like, I'm near the homeless people, and they're like, "Well, there's a lot." I'm like, yeah. that's a good point. Okay, three stars. I was in Utah once when an Uber driver got pulled over. That was an interesting experience. Because the driver got pulled over and he was getting quite like this was after leaving a nightclub. A gay nightclub for the record. (laughs) Back in my Sirius XM days. Anyway, he questioned the shit out of the Uber driver. And then he started questioning me. And I'm like, bro, really? Like, I'm in the back seat here. Like, I don't know what's going on here. Just either give the guy a ticket, arrest him, or let me t- give me a ride, copper. Copper, hey, see, copper, <laughs> give me a ride, copper. See, super driver killed my brother. See, have I told the story? Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> about the time, I'm sweating my sack off in here. We gotta, we gotta start wrapping this show. Up. I was in a car. I'm about to take my shirt off and be next to the centaur. <laughs> I think I told it on Dent Report, actually. Okay. By the way, Yoshi gave, let me plug Dent Report, gave two hours, two hours of uncensored Yoshi on this week's Dent Report. Unlike normally when he does censored Yoshi. He's like, I kicked her to death. But it was phenomenal. Yoshi's take on British monarchy opened my eyes to new things. Yeah. Because you know what I like about Yoshi? He brings a different perspective that I can listen to, that I can maybe learn things from. Like, I don't know, a black guy playing in the NFL. Maybe he has a different perspective that we can listen to. We could get Merriman on. Can we get Merriman back? Does Merriman get involved in this stuff? Does he stay out of it? 
I think he's pretty mainstream now, and yeah. I just think this is such a. By the way, EJ completely off topic has for sure diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> he's gone to my bathroom twice. Just live. Poor Josh here, who's who paid to come to the show. I got him running sound now. <laughs> e, e, EJ. He's doing Trevor, but instead of a piss, he's like. Shitting out his asshole. Yeah. It turns out, I think he took his girlfriend for dumplings for a birthday. Yeah. I don't think the dumplings are sitting right. He's got fucking. He's got that soup dumpling he's got going that on. Genghis Khan's revenge, bro. Yeah. How dare he sit during the Dirty Sports podcast, by the way. I don't know if you guys know, but we require all employees to stand throughout the entire show. You got diarrhea, fam? What? You got clearly got diarrhea. got diarrhea. Yeah, hop on the mic. Let's talk about this. <laughs> you've, hit the, you've hit the shitter multiple times. Those are not. It's fine. We all get it. Did you? <laughs> it's fine. We all get it. Did you get diarrhea tonight from your Chinese food with your girl? I really didn't get diarrhea. Are you shitting in there? It's fine. I, re- I did not shit. Like, <laughs> I promise you. If I had diarrhea, I would tell you. <gasps> I promise you. Bro, you didn't wash your hands, so I think you just peed. No, you definitely. I washed my hands. You want to touch them? Do you take 40-minute pisses, bro? <laughs> You're, how many national anthems could your piss be? Like, could it be three? Uh, probably four, five. Okay. You're, not, you're not shitting in there? <laughs> no. The first time I went in there, it was just suits, but I wasn't like, I didn't have diarrhea. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> Ruth called you out on dumpling diarrhea. That's cool. I had a lot of dumplings today, though. They were Did really you? Good. Yeah, they were how, fantastic. How many dumplings do you think you ate? Um, well, the problem was, I thought that I. <laughs> I forgot how big the pork buns were, and yeah. that's what did me in. Oh, pork buns are fucking incredible. Yeah, they were so good, and I was like, oh, I could, I could probably eat two. And I, when I saw how big they were, I was like, oh, my God. And then after we had gotten all the food, we ate it all, and I was like, oh, it's so good. And then they brought another case of dumplings. And they were like, oh, yeah, here you go. And we were like, just box that up. We're not even going to touch it. Yeah, so we had a lot of good food today, though. Chinese food as leftovers is awesome. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited for the dumplings tomorrow. Yeah. Well, let's let, – let, look – this guy's a trooper. Yeah. His 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 wife's birthday is yeah. tonight. His wife's birthday. He's got diarrhea. Like so many <laughs> things going on there. Yeah. He's been staring at not only one Joe Prano, but a second Joe Prano on top of a horse. I don't yeah, it kind of makes me uncomfortable. I'm like like his physique makes me feel like like should that be my physique? Like it's all weird. Now I'm like, God, is this what I'm like? There's no dick. That kind of disappoints yeah, me. I, yeah. I want to see a cock flopping around. Oh, that felt good when you just twisted it. Gave me some air. All right. Let's wrap this up. Look, guys. It got real today. Yeah, it got real. Rooster took the L, which was nice. That's not going to be my last L, by the way. <laughs> You're going to be taking some L's, though, too. Just don't. You've been. You've had a bat in your hand all episode. Just don't do anything violent tonight. I, I, I mean, look, I probably won't. I'm gonna leave the bat here, but uh, I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely not happy. And well, th- and it's funny. Like, can I, I can I can I just say something that might make you happy? Yeah. Before we end the show, sure. The Clippers did resign Doc oh Rivers. Oh my god! <laughs> it's it's funny because I don't like I have no hatred toward the Clippers. Yeah. But what a joke! Why he's lost. They didn't re-sign him. They extended him. Yeah, that's a good was point. Was this his last season? No, he had one more year. They added on Why additional years. Why would you years. extend him past next year? They're the Clippers, dude. Yeah. But they're not like... Th- they're not the Donald Sterling Clippers? Yeah. That racist, limp dick, fucking cheddar dick is, you know, somewhere fucking standing for the anthem and 
watching Seattle's commercials. They got a new guy. Why is why is he? Oh, it's just so sad. Poor Clippers. Doc Rivers. I wanted to be a Clippers fan when I moved here. I not like not like not a Knicks fan, but I was like, oh, I think I could be in the Clippers. Lob City. This will be fun. And I was like, God, they're a fucking nightmare. Vinny Del Negro and then Doc Rivers. They've lost more games every year. He's been with them five years. Their wins have decreased every year. And the year. good players have left. And that's the point. And he's the GM. Yeah. But cool, you got DeAndre Jordan in a league where centers are going to only make layups are useless. So, go Clips. Got Clipper Dale. Daryl. <laughs> yeah. You got Chris Wilde. <laughs> I mean, Chris Wilde's like the best organizational. Like the future of the Clippers is Chris Wilde. Let Chris Wilde GM, and he doesn't even know basketball. <laughs> All right, well, that's the episode. I think now is the perfect time to plug our Patreon. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. If your dick works, uh, you should subscribe to our Patreon. Uh, we've been doing a lot, Andy. So we've uh, we've added. There's now three shows on, on DSPN. There is. Three shows. Uh, you did a two-hour dent report today. Yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. I did a two-hour dirty slides today. We're, we just did an hour and 45-minute. So that's we're talking six hours of podcasts. And we have EJ here. We've got, uh, we've got you know guests showing up. We're giving a good product out there. All you got to do, subscribe to the Patreon, donate. Anything, any amount counts. And I promise you this, we're not going to give any of it to the military. Not a cent. We're not going to give one single dollar to the military. Won't do it. Can't do it. No, it all goes back into the show. That's, yeah. a, that's 100% true. You're not even allowed to like buy drinks for your brother with it. Like Absolutely, like no sort of military at all. But yeah, if you guys do want to help out, because uh, people still ask, and I, I wanted to reiterate, we do have a Patreon. The link is... Um, it's in the description of the Patreon. show. Patreon.com forward slash dirty sports. Yeah. Or right? that Patreon.com forward slash dirty sports. So yeah, if you want to help out, I- I'm proud cause I was looking at it since we started Patreon, we've put out over 75 YouTube videos. And I was actually thinking this the other day, we're coming down to the end of these conference finals. Then we got the NBA finals. Who knows what's going to happen come football season? May or may not be watching. Definitely mid and postseason baseball on the horizon in the next couple months. I don't know. You know, we used to rabble, and I got a hankering to do some live Rockets Warriors watching the other day. I was like, we got to go live again. We got to go live again. We can watch it with EJ's a Rockets fan, Trevor's a Warriors fan. You're taking the L. Like, it, there's so much fun. Like, how great would it be to watch Andy, like, actually in the process of taking the L? So you're saying we should live YouTube stream yes. us watching yes. a game? Yes. And be on mic and call it and get get all fucked up like we used to. Remember? You drink some pizza and just... Remember how fucking baked I got during March Madness? Yeah. Remember Too High? I mean, that was a classic. Uh, and I don't know what that takes, but we're going to figure out how to go live. And if you want to help support it, Patreon, do it on the Patreon rate, review, subscribe. That also helps. Yeah. That's a big help. Pay to come to the show. Like Josh, that helps. Yeah. I feel good though. I, I feel 
take all this other shit we just talked about. I, guys, as as the quote unquote guy, you know, leading this shit, I feel good where it's headed. I really do. I really feel good. And uh, thank all of you so much. Um, and you, like this thing here, dude, this isn't even me. But I'll tell you guys what. This centaur of Joe Prano, I'm going to sleep great tonight, <laughs> even though it's so creepy because you guys taking the time to do that, Jesse and Charlie, like that means the world to me. And I really do appreciate it. And I know Joe does. So absolutely. Thank you. Are you kidding me? Thank you, guys. Do you want to take it home or do you want to keep it here? No, it's going to stay here. What, okay. am I, what am I going to do with that? Jerk off to it? For when I Airbnb my place in the summer, people are like, what the fuck? Yeah. I know you got some stuff to plug. Uh, JoePrano.com for all my shows. Uh, hitting the road again in June. We got Tahoe. We got uh, two trips up to Washington. We got San Diego. Got New York. Got New Jersey. All the shows and more being added every day. JoePrano.com. Stand up and stadiums tour. Uh, at JoePrano on Instagram. Uh, at Fix Your Life on Twitter. If That's you're a faceless got. troll, make sure you send Joe lots of tweets. Yeah, yeah. It's going to get blocked immediately. Um, oh, shout out a uh, couple people. Not only did a couple people buy Joe Prano Takes a Stand recently, a couple people reviewed Joe Prano Takes a Stand recently, which is also very exciting. You get comments. I love this. I like this. Um, so do that. Andy? You know, by the way, I do a fun show for any local L.A. people. Every Tuesday and Saturday, I think I've talked about it, at a hostel. If you yeah. guys are around... We get great comics, uh, lots of attractive women, if you're into that sort of thing. Lots of attractive dudes, if you're into that sort of thing. This dude shows up every yeah. once in a while. So if you're, ever, if you're ever around, I should put that on my calendar every Tuesday and Saturday, and it's free, and uh, it's always a good time. But uh, yeah, Andy Ruther on Twitter. And guys, again, thanks for all the love and support. All those things help. Any, anything you can do to help because people always ask what can I do to help the show people always ask I'm like leave an iTunes review yeah Patreon whatever like any any small little thing it, it goes a long way and uh, yeah EJ Gomez on Twitter Josh where are you at on Twitter at Josh Estridge at Josh Estridge and it's a real picture of you too oh look at this guy yeah oh he's got a dog in it yeah and uh, I'm following him right now. Follow Josh. Follow EJ. Follow Trevor, uh, who will be back after his t- tweet suspension. Hopefully <laughs> next show. <laughs> oh, and basketball Friday? Is that going down? I guess me, uh, Trevor, and EJ versus you and Tug. Interesting. Should be fun. I, I'm gonna have. I'm gonna go Brad Stevens with the game plan. <laughs> I'm not saying it's gonna work. I'm gonna have a game plan though. Who are you more worried about? Do you want the honest truth? Yeah. What the key for us to win is we have to score first. First? Yes. First? Yes. Okay. Because we have to maintain possession of the ball. Oh, well, you can have possession of the ball. Because my my thought process is... Oh, you're talking about just like getting winners? Yes. Three on two. But I'm going to have a game plan as far as uh, double teaming. Yeah. I'd be worried about Doug. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm excited. Tug's mid range game. I think I think Tug's mid range game is gonna be everything. I'm more of an inside out guy. Tug's gonna do everything in between. I really don't. Tug. By the way, I texted Tug the other day and I said after I saw his video of him shooting, I'm now 100 percent confident. And he replied, 
you should have been 100% confident the whole time. You've been hanging out with too many non-athletes. Oh, shit. That wasn't for me. That was from the fucking... That was from Mr. Fucking Nice Guy. That was from fucking the... the fuck, that was a tug-toker minute if I've ever heard one. A TC minute on your ass. Old-ass motherfucker with kids. <laughs> I see you, Tug. Old-ass bitch in your 40s with kids. <laughs> This, this isn't some fucking watching your kid crawl around your fucking house. You got to deal with this. Andy Ruther. Stroke out at the end there? <laughs> That's how I move. <laughs> Why? Fast. Who's that way on the basketball court? Like, stop doing that. We're going to definitely we're gonna definitely pull that clip for a little inspiration for Tug. That's going on the fucking... It's going on the, the cork board in the locker room. Yeah, Tug, bring it. <laughs> I don't care that you played Larry Bird on Broadway. Well, guess what? I did MC Hammer's Too Legit to Quit in the fourth grade. I'm going to be moving like Hammer in my fucking shorts. <laughs> EJ just has a look like, I got to play with this guy. All right, guys. <laughs> that's the show. Please, please enjoy your weekend. It's Memorial Day weekend. When we honor those who have died for our freedom right is that what we do isn't that what it's for I don't know. yes that's what we should do and while you're honoring our fallen soldiers and you're about to cohabitate with someone don't forget condoms are for pussies <laughs> <laughs>